0: Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. You know, I was just I was looking at this article, Clinton Global Initiative. Formerly the Clinton Foundation, Clinton Global Initiative, C G I. Computer Generated Imaging, CGI. Isn't that interesting? I just noticed that. Clinton Global Initiative, CGI. Hmm. And multiple partners are teaming up with a cryptocurrency organization to establish a $50 million fund in digital cash. Too bad old Sam Bankman frieds <laughs> went under. I'm sure it would have been them. The so-called Climate Resistance Fund will be used by women in India to tackle global warming. According to a press release cryptocurrency organization called the Algorand Foundation Algorand Foundation will join forces with the Self-Employed Women's Association and the Clinton Global Initiative. Um It's called Algo. It's native cryptocurrency. Proof-of-stake blockchain cryptocurrency protocol was founded in 2017 by Silvio Micali, a professor at MIT. And he is an Italian computer scientist professor at MIT and the founder of Algorand. Hmm. wonder if he's connected to any kind of interests in Rome. Huh? Let's see graduated in math at la Sapienza University in Rome yeah oh, and he went to Berkeley oh my gosh PhD from Berkeley uh, kind of interesting there isn't it um, so test network was launched in 2019 the main network was launched in June of 2019. Negligible energy consumption per transaction. Um, you can read on that. Algorand. Kind of fascinating. But yeah, the, the Clinton Global Initiative and the Rockefellers teaming up. Isn't that nice? Um, Mr. Producer, let's get. Oh, I want to talk about this. I want to play this clip real quick. Clip 7. Get that one ready. Now, this was on Owen Schroyer the other day. The Pennsylvania Sexual Freedom Summit. Okay? Sexual Freedom Summit. And listen to this creep um, that's doing a presentation there. Go ahead and play clip seven.
1: Here's some more evidence of this in in just utter freak show uh, (laughs) displays here. Al Vernaccio is a sex educator for kids aged 3 to 18 at Friends Central School in Pennsylvania. And uh, listen to this individual speak at the Sexual Freedom Summit in Clip 24.
2: At my school, I'm responsible for the sexuality education of all of our students. From our youngest students, who are three years old in nursery school, up through our 12th graders who are 18... The fact that you just talked about
1: sexuality of three-year-olds, check this man's hard drive immediately. (laughs) I mean, are you kidding me? What is this? The the crew just found this. This is this individual with an I love pizza stamp? Don't even get me started on this. You know, guest of the show, Natalie Denise, does great exposés on this. She just dove down a whole new, I won't even say the word, Uh, you know the word. I, I don't even want to get into this. This is the guy promoting how much he loves pizza here with all the gay pride pins behind him, talking about how three year olds are sexual. Yeah, check this man's hard drive immediately. Continue.
2: And getting ready to leave high school. That's a huge range. But every single one of those kids is a sexual being. He's talking about three They three-year-olds. have been since birth. My God. And at every age and stage, we can offer them age appropriate transformative sexuality education oh my God. i'm only a small part of the that supports them as they grow it's not enough that i teach them we have to teach them part of my message today is that we all no matter what else we do in life need to find a way to be sexuality educators for the kids in our lives if we don't step up others will and many of those others don't see wholeness and freedom the way we do. One of the things we can celebrate today is how young people see how have he's got, so see how he's many got the more options to consider than simply whether they feel like a boy or a girl, or whether they identify as gay, straight, or bisexual. <laughs> I mean, Our understandings this of both gender and awesome. orientation... I shouldn't be laughing because this guy's promoting child abuse. Buddy. Buddy. Buddy.
1: This is crazy. The crew's finding all this guy's social media. He's just posing with pizza, and all uh, kinds of pizza it. stuff. But,
0: but, but yeah, you- but they went through his social media, and it's like it's like uh, Jabe Zalafantes creep show level stuff. The dude from Comet Ping Pong. Remember all that? These people are everywhere in our education system, in government. It's it's a plague. Now. Uh, Moving on to another creep, John Podesta. Now, I played stuff from John Podesta during that Comet Pizza thing where uh, he was,
1: I am your father!
0: Like, really weird, twisted stuff, and it's way back in my archives. But, man, I got some killer stuff over the years in my archives. um but I'll tell you, this John Podesta, you know, he's hanging out with Marina Abramovich and all that weird crap, okay? So, corrupt John Podesta awards two $2 billion government loan to former Tesla employee, which will compete with Elon Musk. So, Podesta and his br- brother Tony are two of the creepiest guys in D.C. That's why Biden made John the head of a pool of money the government will hand out to Democrat friends. Uh He was head of a new government venture. President Biden announces senior clean energy and climate team. And Podesta will serve as senior advisor to the president for clean energy innovation and implementation. So Podesta, he was Hillary's campaign manager, former uh, Jesuit. Yeah, he was, he was in training to become a Jesuit priest and dropped out. That's all been scrubbed from his Wikipedia and other places. Uh, very, very interesting. Uh, he was assigned to oversee the implementation of $370 billion worth of the climate change provisions included in the Democrats' Inflation Reduction Act. Just think about that. He's overseeing three hundred and seventy billion dollars I mean gosh and now he's going to give two billion to a former head of Tesla to compete with Musk so it's called Redwood Materials Um, founded by Tesla co-founder J.B. Straubel Um, it's interesting you know all this stuff is deeply embedded in the Department of Energy the Department of Defense very, very wild, wild stuff. This creep Podesta, $370 billion. Um, let's clip, clip nine ready real quick. And this was Mike Adams talking about these bail-ins that are oh, what could be right around the corner. So, you know, a lot of people... You know, all this money, think about it in people's retirements, 401ks, Roth IRAs, pension systems. It's like I'm reading like across the spectrum that one day they're, you know, and they're going to use it on the heels of one of these other events. You got the fencing up at the around the freaking up there in D.C., You've, you know, you've got all these things going on, Turkey, Nord Stream, China, balloon, blah, 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 UFO crap, war, the Ukraine. I mean, you know, Russia said, dude, you're not getting away with this without without some sort of impact about the Nord Stream bombing. So. Uh, You know, is somebody going to take down, attempt to take down our grid, something of this nature? Very probable. Go ahead and roll clip
3: nine. A quick update here. I would definitely urge you to start preparing for bank bail-ins. It seems obvious that this is going to happen, uh, perhaps very soon. And I think it's intertwined with uh, the war with Russia and the fact that Russia has just changed their nuclear strike posture to allow them to initiate preventative first strikes against Western nations. And this is in the aftermath of the Nord Stream Pipeline explosion and now knowing that that the U.S. and Norway was behind that. So Russia has changed or is in the process of changing their posture, which means that the U.S. could be nuked at any time. European nations could be nuked at any time, military bases and so on. When the nukes fly, should that occur, the banks will crater. Uh, obviously, uh, you won't have much of a functioning power grid in many areas. You won't have a functioning transactional system. The banks will immediately declare bail-ins uh, via force majeure. And uh, by the way, this is a, a just a critical concept to keep in mind. Uh, any of you who are involved in any kind of contracts whatsoever, including you know, pensions or uh, loans or maybe you've loaned money to somebody, or you've invested money in a bank with a CD uh, or or treasuries or whatever. All these entities are going to declare force majeure, which means that they will relinquish any obligation to doing what they had previously promised to do. Once the nukes fly, it's over. All that's going to matter is what you have in your hands, in your possession, under your control. And by the way, for a lot of banks, uh, they will seize your safe deposit boxes also. So just having stuff in a safe deposit box doesn't mean it's actually safe. It becomes uh, a bank deposit box where it's owned by the bank. And yes, they can do that. They will do that. Not only seizing your accounts, obviously, you know, savings account, checking account, uh, CDs, whatever, but they will also seize, in some cases, the contents of your safe deposit box. So in preparation for that, whenever that should occur, and it could be initiated by many things, including a cyber warfare attack on the banking infrastructure or a nuclear war or what have you. It's critical to have cash, some cash on hand, and also, I believe, some silver, one-ounce silver coins or junk silver coins, which are the pre-1965 coins, such as silver quarters, nickels and dimes, and so on, that are about 90% or 91% silver content. You need to have... A means of off-grid payment and exchange in order to get by during this time when we will be in an off-grid, you know, collapsed situation. The ATMs won't function. You won't be able to get money out of the bank. You won't be able to use credit cards or debit cards or food stamps, any of that, right? The food stamp cards, so-called SNAP cards will not function. You will have a hard time buying anything even gasoline or diesel or food. And these grocery stores are going to be forced to accept cash and to limit it to cash because the transactions won't work, you know, electronic transactions. So, and they're going to have to abandon their point of sale systems and inventory control systems as well, uh, because those are all dependent on, you know, uh, cloud-based computing and uh, database transactions and predictive analysis of inventory controls, just-in-time delivery and all that, that's going to go out the window, folks, for some period of time. Not forever, but for some period of time. All right, you just so stop it have there. Extreme-
0: so at the bottom of the hour, we'll open the phones up, and anybody that wants to briefly call in and weigh in, you can do so. Justin Trudeau hijacks Canada's health care and threatens provincial premiers to cut off health care funding unless they agree to digital health ID. So you got Lula down there playing games with the Brazilian people. Now you've got Trudeau up here. And the goons running this country are waiting for the right time to now right now there's a lot of American resistance to a lot of this Orwellian trash, dystopian trash. But There's there's an event right on our doorstep, it seems, that um, they think is going to be the watershed to push us over the edge, Uh, probably to disarm a large swath of us and to throw us on some sort of digital blockchain system is what it seems. Um, So, yeah trudeau he's um he's trying to punk out all the province's premiers and um to say basically you're you know let's see, and basically he told them that we would not be able to get funding for our health care unless the premiers agree to the digital i d s you'll not be able to access any healthcare without these digital IDs. You will actually not be able to carry a bank account or do anything online regarding financial transactions. What does that got to do with health? Let's see. It's remember Hillary Clinton, for all of you younger people you're not going to remember this, but after old Billy boy took over, Hillary tried and they tried to present this healthcare ID. That was in 1990, about 1990. Three right when Clinton came into office, Hillary, and everybody snapped, and it failed miserably. But look at all the dummies in America now they've they've worked on us another thirty years, and we got a lot more idiots now. With a lot less people that understand anything about the founders, the Constitution, separ- separation of powers, checks and balances, any of that. Um. Let's see. You will actually not be able to carry a bank account or do anything online regarding financial transactions for farmers and consumers. You'll not be able to get into stores. You'll not be able to even sell anywhere. Once they have this system in place, this is where the digital currency will come in. You'll not be able to shop online. You will literally need this ID in order to get TikTok, Twitter, or Facebook. Oh, my gosh, i got to have it. No more fake accounts. See, that was, that was what Elon was talking about. Uh, what was it? Um... Authentic authentication, authentic, Regina Dugan. Authentication. When you take this pill, we're going to know it. All the you know, if you want to get your taxes done or any sort of government benefits, you'll need a digital ID. You'll not be able to get an internet provider. With, and see, you know, it'll all have to do with us do that do these kinds of broadcasts. Oh, you know. So finance director for boston's democrat mayor charged with money laundering so the democrat mayor uh the chinese broad the communist chinese broad that's the mayor of boston now her finance director for michelle wu her name's frida brassfield has been charged with money laundering oh she's described as a democrat activist and a community organizer where have we heard that before and anyway and so, you know, Michelle Wu just established the whole uh, panel on reparations. Now, here's a crazy one. Insanity. Friends and family of woke store owner robbed and murdered by street thug don't want her killer prosecuted. Um in Oakland, California, family and friends of 48-year-old Jen Angel requesting police not to turn her assailant over to the state for prosecution. So she was died from injuries sustained during a vicious robbery on Monday, robbed in her car in broad daylight by a street thug, and then grievously injured while being dragged by his getaway vehicle when she exited her car to retrieve her purse that had been stolen. She was hauled down the street for more than 50 feet, hitting her head several times. They led, These injuries led to her demise. Um, she was a far-left, woke social justice activist. She was particularly opposed to America's criminal justice system, which she refused as racist. Because of this, her friends and family claim Angel would not want her killer prosecuted in a court of law if arrested. They said they want restorative justice. To honor Angel's memory, Angel would want alternatives to traditional prosecution, such as restorative justice. I mean, they don't even want this guy going to jail. Restorative justice is a system of justice which focuses on helping criminals change by establishing a relationship with their victims and the wider community. This is an idea heavily promulgated by the Marxist BLM movement by backing such a noxious idea angels friends and family are indirectly advocating for more victims like her you know this that's just insane that's just the ultimate in insanity and this one floating around a bird flu narrative is being established by the ruling class all right so this this is starting to work its way just like the blue bean the ufo stuff um you know It's only a matter of time before the human bird flu becomes the next pandemic. All right. So they're all talking about this, all the poultry. Yeah. Don't want to have any eggs around that That kind of help the spike protein uh, from, you know, uh, moving around that person too bad. Um, Let's get clip 12 ready, Mr. Producer. This is from Greg Reese. And this is the Fed needs a new 9-11. So this, unfortunately, this looks like there's about to be another transformative event like the new Pearl Harbor, a.k.a. PNAC, Um, this time to move us on to the CBDC. Go ahead and roll 12.
4: Why would anyone think that our corrupt government sees communist China as an enemy? They have been close partners for over 50 years. In 1971, after Mao Zedong spent years calling for the invasion of America, Henry Kissinger, acting as President Nixon's special representative, secretly traveled to Beijing to open business relations with the CCP. George H.W. Bush then went to China as the director of the U.S. liaison office and paved the way for multinational outsourcing of America's labor markets. Fast forward to 2001, the inside job of taking down the Twin Towers accomplished many things for the corrupt U.S. government. It was the Pearl Harbor event that the neocons wrote they needed to launch their plan for a new American century. It was the catalyst for the Patriot Act, which is being used today to target American patriots. And it was a way to account for trillions of missing dollars. On the afternoon of September 10, 2001, U.S. Secretary of Defense Donald Rumsfeld announced that the Pentagon was unable to account for $2.3 trillion. The technology revolution has transformed organizations across the private sector, but not ours, not fully.
0: Not yet. We are, as they say, uh, tangled in our anchor chain. Our financial systems are decades old. According to some estimates, we cannot track $2.3 trillion in
5: transactions.
4: The very next day, on 9-11, the Pentagon's budget offices took a direct hit and was destroyed. The markets closed for two weeks. Banks all across the nation were closed. And the missing 2.3 trillion dollars was forgotten with overwhelming evidence of 9-11 being a series of controlled demolitions the debris and wreckage from the felled towers was not investigated instead it was immediately shipped off to china and on december 11th of that same year china became a member of the world trade organization Having been given favorable trading status by the U.S., the CCP was virtually exempt from violating human rights violations, and millions of Americans began losing their jobs as manufacturing was outsourced to CCP slave labor factories. Fast forward to the current era. Our government worked with the Communist Chinese to weaponize COVID-19 and to further destabilize the American economy with forced lockdowns and deadly experimental vaccines that are still killing people to this day, including children. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics desperately publishes a fake jobs report claiming over 500,000 jobs when the actual numbers are more like 80,000. The housing market is collapsing. 41% of small businesses can't pay their rent. The U.S. debt is at $31 trillion. The Federal Reserve Bank is backed into a corner, and the crooked U.S. government needs another 9-11. And right on cue, a giant balloon, big enough to be seen by all, slowly creeps across the American skies. The average American is now talking about EMPs. Our government's partner, the CCP, takes credit, and a new bin Laden is born. The stage is now set for an EMP attack so that the banks have an excuse to close, steal the rest of America's wealth, making way for the CCP's digital yuan to become the new world reserve currency.
6: They are probing us everywhere, Martha. They're probing us uh, in the Pacific with their fighter aircraft. We had a close incident not too many weeks ago. They're probing us in our home by putting propaganda on TikTok, poisoning our children. They're working in our schools and universities. This is just another example of the Chinese Communist Party's aggression.
4: Why would anyone think that our government is enemies with the communist Chinese? Reporting for Infowars. Right, you Greg can stop Reese. it there.
0: Um, pretty a lot of interesting kind of angles there, and you know uh, we've had these conversations on this broadcast before, whether China is off the leash, so to speak, of the Rothschild Bank of International Settlements type of uh, gang, or whether they're just part of the Shakespearean um, play that's, you know, that's unfolding before our eyes. Um, I think China has some pretty hardcore generals and so forth that they like to, let's just say the leadership likes to hear them bark, Uh, so the rest of the world really thinks A, B, C, or D, but looking at how China was set up and the communist international, I, I really think that They are just playing their part and they are, let's just say, they are on a teetering kind of edge as well, economically, um, controlling the people wise and all of that. So I, I think they're maintaining the CCP's maintaining power very vicariously. Uh, you know, very cautiously in their own country. And they're, uh, you know, they're kind of joined at the hip with us in a, in a strange death embrace where we need them and they need us. Um, but at the same time, there, there is the possibility of the long-range thinking nature of the Chinese that, you know, they could be they could look at the way we backstab all of our so-called friends (laughs) and they're like you know what we're gonna stab them before they stab us because we've got a long history and the 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 occupiers of this government having zero loyalty zero principles and uh they'd sell their mother down the road for a freaking mess of pottage so we'll see you guys on the other side of the break take a few calls
6: the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth.
7: Einstein once said, future medicine will be the medicine of frequencies. What did he know? Imagine you hear ocean waves caressing a beach, or a favorite song from the past, or the trickle of the babbling brook. All of these are sound frequencies that positively affect us. Terahertz is a soothing, healing frequency that has been proven to resonate at the same frequency as healthy cells. It penetrates the body and stimulates new healthy cell growth. Want to diminish muscle aches, joint pains, and experience a greater sense of well-being? Tired of spending money on short-term remedies that never seem to work? Soothing, healing, relaxing terahertz frequency is now available and as handy as flipping a switch terahertz technology is changing the course of what we were taught about how to maintain our health and well-being to read more about this amazing breakthrough and to order your terahertz frequency want go to naturalearthmedicine.com that's naturalearthmedicine.com That's natural dot We live in change
0: in times. The sun for this and now a crime.
8: flows
0: through an evil
8: from Freedom's light
9: is growing in. One day if suddenly I'm forced to take my leave, will you still carry on with the things that we
5: All the Lord. Oh. With the power to private moments in my lives With the power to go, down door.
0: All right, we're back in Sydney Radio. It's network. so we got Andy in Texas Andy what's on your mind tonight man?
8: Oh hey hey Robert, thanks for taking my phone call. Hey, I just want to be the first one to welcome you to welcome you to the front row seats to the end of the world as we know it.
0: Yeah, I mean quite look what.
8: Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Look, look what's, what we're going through. We're not even trying to muster up some way to fight back to this. We're we're all going to just sit here and watch this entire thing play through. Why? Well, it, there's many reasons. You can probably come up with several, as I could, too. But we're just not going to do anything here. And, and Well, not the yet. The end of the world is approaching. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. But is it going to be on time? Because I well, do believe that's... there will be a fight
0: back. But yeah. is it going to well, be Well, look, time? it's, it's going to have to be like what when people get their money ripped off, when people get – when the food starts getting short, the power goes out, they get cold, whatever – the bullets are going to start flying,
8: yes, but <laughs> when that just... does yeah, I know, but when that does happen, Robert uh that might be too late already because well of course, I heard but... something ab- yeah, yeah, I heard something about the uh the uh digital currency, something big is supposed to happen in may of twenty twenty three I heard this last year, I'm not sure how wet, real that is,
0: but i've been I've been hearing something similar, I've been hearing something similar.
8: Yeah, but I'm hearing the. I mean, the food shortages. Look at all of these different. I mean, all around the the world, not just our country, but they've really. How do you how do you get uh, two uh, chicken plants, two processing chicken plants, one in Georgia and one in Idaho? A plane hits one in Georgia. A plane <laughs> hits one in Idaho, and they both they both burn in the same day. How does yeah. that happen? It you doesn't. Know, it's absolutely amazing.
0: It's yeah. absolutely amazing. Yeah, it doesn't happen. I mean, um, we're seeing it, and, you know, a lot of us, the problem is you organize, you try to do anything, immediate infiltration by the feds, takedown. For instance, um, look at this story here. Um, Neo-Nazi leader charged in Maryland, power grid attack plot, arrested years ago, blah, 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 blah. So now they're trying to Brandon Clint Russell you know this guy uh, and his girlfriend and they were allegedly going to uh, attack five substations in the Baltimore area and, and all this everything's penetrated by the Fed so deeply any any anybody tries to organize for any reason now the the structure of the quote unquote homeland security state post 9/11 is so huge it's so massive At any time, even some good people try to form some sort of a militia, some sort of a self-help type group in, in the case of anything, the next thing you know, there's a Fed there, and then next thing you know, they get taken down on some bull crap. You know how it is, so...
8: Yeah, well, this is a well-perpetrated plan, and it's been yeah. several years that they have doing it, and they're doing yeah. it very well. So, yeah. but what is the alternative? We don't have an alternative. So maybe we still do have to have these meetings. Maybe we do have to hand out pamphlets, pictures, uh, flyers. Oh, hey, whatever. I'm not telling anybody. I'm not telling yeah. anybody
0: not to do anything. But I'm no, just warning. I'm just warning people of. Um, just what I've seen in my years studying this, that any time people try to get together and do things, um, the feds come after them. But that doesn't mean that you're not supposed to, but people need to be very, very wise as as far as vetting people and um, curtailing uh, any kind of, um, let's just say, lingo or planning that they know is going to get the, their their group taken down by, um, you know, FBI types. Because these guys, look at what they're doing with these traditionalist Catholics. I meant to get to this. Oh, uh, yeah. Latin mass Catholics. Now, the Southern Poverty Law Center, as as long as I've been on the air, I've told people, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the largest hate group that they've always considered is traditional... Catholics, which are Latin mass Catholics that are stick, you know, to the old school traditions of the church and blah, 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 blah. And now they're trying to say that that connects that somehow white supremacy is embedded in the the Latin mass community. Uh, the, the traditionalist Catholics, the Society of St. Pius X and others. And it's just like, look, uh, the Jesuit order within the church. Pope Francis he's basically trying to outlaw within the church the the Latin mass and trying to kind of get these people um singled out and and you know ostracized or whatever and then the Jews the same deal the, through southern poverty law and and then ADL they want to say that the traditional catholics are a bunch of freaking white supremacist radicals and all the rest of this so you see the two pronged attack uh, just on just on uh, traditional Catholics, it's it's absolutely insane.
8: Well, there's layers of attacks that they're doing on us. This is what the phenomenal yeah. part of their plan is. They're, yeah. they're they're attacking us from so many different layers. I'm not even going to try to announce any of the names, but you just mentioned one. It's a religious. Yeah. It's blah blah blah. Let's go down the line. Anyway, Grace show tonight, my friend. I'll let you go there. All right.
0: Okay. Take care, man. Um, you bet. Uh, I wanted to get this one in, Um, David Rubenstein, R-U-B-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, this guy, he is a mover and shaker, okay, he's he's up there with the Annenbergs Mm -hmm. and the rest of these people, okay, so he is co-founder and co-chairman of the Carlisle Group, okay chairman of the Kennedy center for performing arts chairman of the national gallery of art chairman on the CFR chairman of the economic club of Washington DC former chairman of the Duke university board of trustees, former chairman of the freaking evil Smithsonian. Okay. He's a chair of the university of Chicago's board of trustees net worth of 3.2 billion. According to Forbes, probably way more than that. Um, but let's see here. Um now when you get into um what he's into, okay? Um he uh let's see, he lives in Maryland, blah 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 blah. Philanthropy. Um now this is where it gets into and I heard this over on another broadcast where you're talking about the National Archives being Um, weaponized, right, against Trump especially. Well, this guy, Rubenstein, he's totally uh, invested into the National Archives, okay? David M. Rubenstein Gallery, the National Archives Museum, okay? It opened in December 2013. Its centerpiece is the 1297 Magna Carta on loan to the National Archives from Mr. Rubenstein. He, he owns the fricking Magna Carta records of rights is the gallery's permanent exhibition, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, I mean this guy and this, and that's on David com. but then this is his Wikipedia page. Okay. Um, in 2007, he purchased the last privately owned copy of the Magna Carta at Sotheby's, Sotheby's Auction House in New York for $21.3 million. Um, and then he gave $13.5 million to the National Archives for a new gallery and visitor center. Now remember, the Carlisle Group was where Daddy Bush and these guys and the Bin Ladens and all of them were watching 9-11 go down. Remember that, by the way. So he's involved in 9-11. Um, he has purchased rare so-called stone copies of the De- Declaration of Independence, Emancipation Proclamation, 13th Amendment, Abel Buell map, P- Bay Sound Book, and the Constitution, and has lent these documents to the State Department, the National Archives, the National Constitution Center, the Mism- Smithsonian, Mount Vernon. Um, let's see. He in 2012 he donated 7.5 million towards the repair of the Washington Monument. Um, I mean, the dude has given so much money to 20 million to the Thomas Jefferson Foundation in 2015. Um, uh, but he, there's a bunch of other interesting. Oh, he's involved with Johns Hopkins University. Harvard University gave him sixty million to Harvard, fifteen million to Johns Hopkins University of Chicago, uh, forty-six million um, donated PBS ten million to help fund um, Ken Burns documentaries, Holocaust Museum. I mean, you get into the affiliation of this guy. Bloomberg Television, Brookings Institution, Carlisle Group, University of Chicago, China United States Exchange Foundation, Council on Foreign Relations, Economic Club of Washington, D.C., Institute for Advanced Studies, uh, Lincoln Center Performing Arts, Smithsonian, blah, 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 blah. And then you get into some of the other guys that he founded, um, the Carlisle Group, William E. Conway. He's also a, chairman, a chamber, cha- chairman of the Board of Trustees of Johns Hopkins. Remember, Event 201 was ran out of Johns Hopkins. Uh, catastrophic contagion, Johns Hopkins. These guys are all involved with this crap. Um, now the other guy that helped founded it is Daniel Dianello, right? Um, and he was, where is this at? Uh but, 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 but he was involved with um wait maybe it was Conway here let me look Conway was also involved with uh one of these guys was involved with Kim Fox um becoming the um what you call it the prosecuting attorney of Chicago um, just a, a lot of weird stuff here okay but between these founders of the uh, uh, Carlisle Group. So there's definitely worth some digging um, there. That's all I'm going to say. I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. Um, I haven't ruled out anything at this point. General Glenn Van Herc, when asked whether the Pentagon has ruled out aliens regarding objects, shot down. I haven't ruled out anything. You see how they're building this up? Um, Romanian senator slams globalists for mass genocide using alleged pandemic and COVID death jabs, claims Turkey's earthquake is a man-made attack. All right? So people around, you know, Senator Diana Lovanovici, lambasted globalist, blah, 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 blah. So she's, you know, people in, in other parts of the world, they're getting hip to the fact that, hey, Italian report claims Pope Benedict never abdicated to Pope Francis. In his last book, Benedict warned about the attack on Christians. Um, you know, there's all this. If you get into traditionalist Catholic websites and set of a contest websites, which means the seat is vacant, they were real hard on this this transition between Benedict and. Um, Francis. There's there's some of these traditionalist Catholics that are kind of loyal to Benedict, and then there's some of them that are like, no, none of these popes are legit. The the seat's been vacant since um, what was it? Um, Pope I can't I can't remember now which one that died, and then they put in Pope John the 23rd, and so uh, there's some of them that believe it goes you know way back far like that. So, you know, there's different groups. Um, now on Jim Stone, um, there's some, you know, America, Russia knows America, bombed Nord Stream. They knew it all along, but recently proved it. I don't know what Russia's going to do about it. Rumors about a nuclear war within so many hours are obvious bunk. And there's really not a whole lot more to this to say and not pure speculation. Um, and, he says this, I said it before and I'll say it again. The balloon was an American launched hoax spawned to stop the spread of a project Veritas bust of Pfizer. And what happened right after that, right after that, O'Keefe got the boot. And as we know, James O'Keefe after that expose about Pfizer souping up, um, let's just say concoctions to keep selling their, um, uh, shots, um, Allegedly, what some are saying, like Alex Jones and these guys, they're saying it basically that the FBI came and swooped down on the board at at Project Veritas and threatened everybody and said, "If you don't get rid of this sob O'Keefe, we're everybody's going to jail or what happened or what have you." Okay. Um, The Project Veritas bust of Pfizer is the most important bust of the decade, if not the century. We now know that Big Pharma is releasing biological weapons so that it can release a cure that will destroy you and that the government MSM are complicit. How much bigger news can you get than that? They had to flush O'Keefe, and they did a damn good job. Um, For the record, the balloon was not Chinese at all. It was launched by the Pentagon for the explicit purpose of spying on militia activities in Montana. Hmm. That is why it was allowed to overfly the country. Now there's even BS about an EMP device being discovered aboard, but that China's being questioned about. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Um, kind of interesting talks there. Um, let's see. Countdown to Giga Death from AI arms race to the Art Elect War. And I talked about that when I was first coming on the air, you know, reading all that transhumanism material from. Uh, Tom Horn and all those guys. Um, uh, we got Miles in Maine. Miles, greetings. Hey, greetings, Robert.
5: Of course, another great show. Um, well, I was just wondering, uh, in all of your time, and uh, a guy who used to be a former RBN host, Jack McLamb, Yeah. Uh, put out a publication, Vampire Killer 2000. Did you ever get a chance to take a look at that? Um, I've, I'm,
0: I'm aware of that, but I never really, really did, delved down into it.
5: I'd love to see it. It's, it's not very long, but I'd love to see you do an expose on it. Cause, uh, just what you've mentioned, you know, covers an awful lot of it. And here's what's, uh, a really interesting thing. You can still get that on the internet if you Google it, uh, in a PDF for free. Um, uh, cause that's how Jack McLam, you know, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the you know it's crazy. I,
0: I ran across I ran across this book from the '90s, uh, all about Chinagate with the Clintons, and it's just like it just brought back so many I, memories. I um, got the
5: same one. I bet you got it from probably JBS, but it had a red cover and it had a little paperback, tiny paperback.
0: Yeah, well, there's a bunch of that stuff around about. Remember transferring all the missile technology to the Chinese. Oh, yeah. And remember oh, yeah, they, Charlie they, Charlie Tree sleeping in the white. Charlie owl. Yeah.
5: Yeah. With Clinton, yeah. Yeah, they took that whole barge right out of there, that L'Oreal uh, facility yeah, and just took the yeah. whole doggone thing right out of a and, and that
0: guy's name was Bernard Schwartz or some Jewish guy running that L'Oreal
5: Yeah. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, Robert. Good memory. But yeah. man, anybody who can still get vampire killer two thousand and it's free. I mean Everything he touched on, you know, and, and uh, Jack McLam kind of got he's got a little bit of Bill Cooper in that. And yeah. uh, that was just always a great, a great, great piece that he put together. But anyway, Robert, thanks for another great show. And uh, God bless you. Hope you and your family are well and keep up the great work.
0: All right. Thanks, man. Um, yep. This is up on Christians for Truth. Ukrainian SS soldier recalls Jewish mob looking for Christians to murder during the Red Terror. Okay. Fedor Kazan, a member of the Ukrainian 14th Waffen Grenadier Division of the SS, 1st Galician and Ukrainian Defense Force member, was interviewed in Detroit in 1990, describing what it was like growing up in the Ukraine during the Red Terror. The Judeo communist takeover is his country and how his experience led him to join the Ukraine alliance with the German SS. What is abundantly clear in this interview is that the bloodthirsty communist Jews in Ukraine wreaked havoc during the 1920s and 30s, and that when the German Wehrmacht invaded Ukraine, they were welcomed as liberators from the Red Terror. And many Ukrainians gladly joined forces with the Germans to root out the Jewish terrorists. Now, think about this whole narrative that we're constantly hearing. The Nazis in the Ukraine. From all kosher alternative media gang. Oh, the Nazis, the Nazis. So there's these people stuck in the middle that remember the Red Terror and all the Jews that ran it. And now you got this Jewish thug, Zelensky, ahead of, is the head of the freaking Ukrainian government. So it's just such a mess. As it, as it should come, it's no surprise that after the war, surviving Jews flipped the script, just as they did in Latvia, and claimed that they were victims of Nazi genocide, and blamed the Germans for all the Christians whom they had murdered during the Red Terror. As we previously reported, the Jews very skillfully and treacherously claim that many of these Jewish terrorists who were justifiably killed by the German liberators were victims of the German Holocaust, even going so far as to claim the Germans gassed them in basements. Fedor Kazan's eyewitness testimony also confirms of an internal British Ministry of Information letter that Allied Holocaust propaganda was created so as to conceal very real Jewish Bolshevik mass murder in Eastern Europe and Russia. And contrary to what post-war court historians have claimed about the National Socialists being anti-Christian occultists, Heinrich Himmler personally encouraged the liberated Ukrainians to freely practice their Christian faith once again after the communists had burned down their churches and murdered the clergies. This interview also makes clear the prophetic words of celebrated German writer John Johann Goethe. The Jew will not spare us. The interview makes compelling reading. And so I'm not going to get into all that, but that's up on Christians for Truth, and it's definitely worth a read. And it shows you how they flip the script on you and be like, oh, my God, the evil Nazis. No, you guys came in here, and you blew through with the Red Terror, implemented communism. You did the hello to more, and then when somebody comes and saves these people, oh, my God, they genocided everybody. You see it? All right, let's take Mur and Mur. you'll be the last caller. What's on your mind, Mur? <laughs>
9: Hi, Robert. uh Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you remember. I was just thinking about that with this twist in the rhetoric. I mean, this is the kosher Nazis, okay?
0: Yeah, yeah. Ashka Nazis, yeah. <laughs>
9: yeah. Yeah, and they um, – back uh, some time ago when I was talking to you uh, and someone else had called in and trying to figure out, like, in their own mind how Antifa was being blended. And this was on a cue board, Right. Trying to blend Andefau in with the Nazis, the German yeah. Nazis, right? right. And, and yeah. I, I was gonna have a fit, and I said, no. Why? Right. They're Jewish. They've always been Jewish. Forward Magazine is bragging about them right now, being yeah. Jewish. You know, so and
0: communist, and communist the whole time. Yeah.
9: Always. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Stephen Wise in '35. Communism, I call what it is, Judaism, and there's a whole bunch of Jewish quotes like that. But what I wanted Mm -hmm. to say about really was the earthquakes and volcanoes, how in 2018 all those trumpet sounds and everything, and they set stuff off over there in Hawaii, right? And that um, uh, geothermal plant went down. Mm -hmm. But also on your show it came to me how, um, well, you'll notice that if if the aftershock is stronger than, than the original quake, that's almost a certain clue that it's man made mm. you know Good
8: that
9: uh, although jim stone he, he 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 was thinking that one was normal or whatever, but I had said then that um you know double tap uh, China Lake and then they double tap Puerto Rico, and I think oh, they yeah. were taking out the maglev trains,
0: right yeah, yeah. you know well, so, you just made me think of the China Lake thing,
9: Yeah, because that was right where all that stuff comes in underneath, I mean. This is like an infestation. I'm starting to have some mice and rats now. My poor old cat died the other day. (laughs) So I'm either going to have to tame some or be a cat myself. (laughs) Thank you, Robert.
0: All right. Well, you take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And, um, wow, things are moving very quickly, folks. And um, we'll see what the next event they have planned for us. And uh, like we were talking about with Andy... One of these days, things are going to break, break out. We'll see you guys.
10: Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us.
4: 800-724-2719,
0: extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3.